I wrote the final draft of Beyond Belief over that recorded music, a methodology familiar to many big post-1980s groups like U2, but the very novelty of it was a real liberation for me. I'd often changed lines on the fly, rearranged songs in a different tempo, or even in a different time signature and cannibalized entire songs, but to stretch the lyrics over an existing musical performance was an unprecedented for me. I thought we'd invented a new way to play rock and roll, no longer screaming the words out over the drums, but using the false perspective of close miking to keep the voice slow and intimate. It would be more accurate to say voices, as at this time I had the notion that there should be more than one vocal point of view in the recording and would spend many long hours alone in the studio redubbing leads in contrasting tones and registers and building up vocal background groups and even adding a few of my own keyboard and mallet parts to thicken the bruise still further. I didn't think I needed any company, but the band had already laid down most of their remarkable part of the picture, Steve's dazzling piano in the bridge on The Loved Ones, and Bruce's chordal accompaniment for the last verse of Human Hands, and the entire band's performance of Shabby Doll are just a few of the highlights I had renounced the drink for the duration of the recording sessions, but I'd step out every evening for some air around 8 p.m., strolling up to the Muse pub off Portland Place just to torture myself 